0: Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the bootcamp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Have you ever been in the middle of a conversation in Spanish and everything is going well up until someone asked you a question like, ¿Qué hiciste ayer? What did you do yesterday? And you realize at that point that you can only... Actually, speak using the present tense. (laughs) If this has happened to you before or it's something you're struggling with now, this episode is for you. I'll explain how you can go from stumbling over your words and pausing in the middle of a conversation while you try to visualize that humongous Spanish grammar chart and search for the right word in your head. And oh, by the way, the conversation is still going on and people have moved on while you do that. Today we are going to cut through all of that confusion and I'll explain the smart way to master the past tense in Spanish. Así que vamos a empezar. Let's get started. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. The show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola mi gente, bienvenidos al episodio 131. Welcome to episode 131 of the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the smart way to master the past tense in Spanish. Now, unlike English, Spanish has several different ways that you have to actually conjugate a verb or different verb forms to use when you're speaking in the past tense. Uh, That's why you see those huge grammar charts, which, by the way, is not the best way uh, to, to really commit those to memory. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. Uh, But it's the reason why you see the complexity with Spanish grammar in general is that there's just more ways or more forms of the verbs in Spanish that you have to use when you're talking about the past tense. And there are different situations when you use each one that can make this topic really, really intimidating and really overwhelming when you're learning the language, because It just isn't something that we're used to. In English, if I want to say, I went to the store, I just say, I went to the store. I don't have to think about how often I went, when it happened, have I finished going to the store or not, am I going to go to the store again? (laughs) There are some different considerations um, when you're choosing which past tense to use in Spanish. But the good news is, like anything else, there is a smart way and an efficient way to approach learning the past tense and I think or at least I hope by the end of this episode you'll feel a little bit more comfortable with the topic and you'll feel like you have a plan of action for how you can move forward. Now just as a heads up if you stick around to the end I will be uh, sharing with you that we are kicking off a boot camp actually this week so you have to sign up by Sunday este domingo if you want to participate, but we're going to actually be walking you through some exercises to help you master the Spanish past tense in our July boot camp. And this is something that we're trying out because we've had several people ask about this topic and say, Tamara, I can only speak in the present tense. I'm really struggling with all these different verb conjugations in the past. So uh, we decided to just do this boot camp for those of you who want a little bit more uh, intensive study since it's summertime. Some people are on a little bit of a break um, here in the U.S. We have just got through 4th of July weekend, which, wow, that's like the unofficial halfway point in summer, right? <laughs> um, but hopefully now you have some some leisure time uh, to devote to mastering this nagging skill, right? It can be so frustrating when you're doing so well with your Spanish, you're nailing your vocabulary, your pronunciations improving, you're having conversations, and then you can't talk about something as simple as, like, what did I do today? with proper or correct grammar. So uh, I'm going to help you with that today. Um, and also, like I said, you stick around to the end, you'll learn about how you can join our boot camp that starts this week. But before we get started, I did want to shout out to one of our listeners who actually, um, if you didn't catch it a few weeks ago, we did an episode about how to 10x your Spanish vocabulary with Audiobooks, and this is a great way to build your vocabulary. If you missed it, please go back and listen to episode 128. Um, if you're interested in something else, another great activity to do uh, during the summer while hopefully you're able to uh, at least take some time off, hopefully travel, depending on where you are in the world. I know things are, uh, the situation is different <laughs> depending on, on where you are. But um, definitely check that out if you're looking for a way to enjoy some amazing stories and also improve your Spanish vocabulary. Uh, but one of our listeners who on Instagram is Bossy Bees, said that this is a great idea. I am doing this. Even as a native Spanish speaker, my brain needs to hear it to keep it fresh. I do not live with any Spanish speakers and it could be weeks before I even see someone that looks like me at work. I needed this today. So I wanted to just shout out to Bossy Bees. Gracias por la reseña por Instagram. Thanks for shouting us out on Instagram. And I really do hope that you found a book Uh, that you love to listen to, uh, to practice this skill and keep your Spanish fresh. And I will be doing an episode um, about how to not forget things that you learn in Spanish coming up here this month. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, hit that subscribe or follow button if you're on Spotify um, so that you will not miss that episode. Because I know a lot of us, you know, we learn things in Spanish all the time. But one of the biggest problems of language learning is that we forget what we learn. So I'll be talking about how to prevent forgetting what you learn a little bit later this month on the podcast. But for now, let's jump into today's topic, which is the smart way to master the past tense. Now, like I mentioned at the beginning, there is more than one way to speak in the past tense in Spanish. It's not just a matter of, okay, if I did something in the present, the future, or the past There are many more um, levels and layers to this, and it depends on not only um, how often you did something in the past, but also if the action has completed or not. Um, And there's several other criteria, and I'm not going to be able to go into all of it in this episode. We do go into detail of all of those different rules and um, how to remember them in our grammar mastery course, our Spanish grammar mastery course at Spanish con salsa. But I am gonna give you an intro today and I will give you one quick tip so you can distinguish between the two main forms of the past tense in Spanish. Now, again, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's also moods, like the subjunctive mood. There are also the perfect tenses, like if I said, I have completed my work for today, right? Um, Which in English is a little bit different than just saying, I completed my work for today. So we're not going to get into all of those intricacies. I'm going to just stick with the main two forms of the past tense that most people think about. And that is el pretérito, which is sometimes also called el pretérito indefinido and also el imperfecto which is the one that i think that people aren't as familiar with so just one rule of thumb and again i wouldn't get um too concerned about are you using the correct one i would just really try to learn one and get good at it and then you'll start to really uh, apply these rules properly and correctly as you have more conversations but um in general El pretérito indefinido, or the preterite past tense, is used when you're talking about an action that happened in the past and was completed in the past. So if I say, Ayer fui a la tienda. Ayer fui a la tienda. I'm saying, Yesterday I went to the store. Very simple, right? So that fui is actually the past tense of the verb ir, to go. Now, let's say I was talking about maybe when I was, I don't know, during quarantine or maybe last summer or maybe when I was in school. Maybe it was uh, a time period that has passed. And I'm saying I used to go to the store every day. In that case, it really wouldn't sound natural to say fui a la tienda todos los dias uh, because that just is not grammatically correct in Spanish. This would trigger the use of el imperfecto. If I'm talking about something I did more as a habit on a routine basis um, with some type of regular occurrence. So instead of yo fui or simplemente fui, I would say yo iba a la tienda todos los días. Why? Because I'm giving a frequency here. This is something I used to do every day. It can also be translated as I used to go to the store every day. But in Spanish, I would just say yo iba a la tienda todos los días. So that's one rule of thumb just to keep in mind. Like I said, I wouldn't get too concerned about it right now. What I would really focus on is just really getting good at one first. So I'm going to give you five uh, steps to master the past tense the smart way without getting overwhelmed. The first thing that I would suggest that you do is keep it simple, right? So just like I said, don't try to learn everything at once. You really want to focus on mastering one at a time and something you might want to consider, and this is really contrary to the way um, this is tackled a lot of times um, in language programs just because of well, really, I don't I don't know why <laughs> I can't explain the academic way that people do things when it comes to language teaching all the time, because it often is not practical. But I will say it often, of courses I'll come across a pretérito uh, first, uh, but I believe that you would find a lot more success if you experiment with starting with El Imperfecto. Why? el imperfecto only has a few irregular verbs whereas el pretérito has many and it's also just way easier uh, to learn to conjugate for that reason and there's more specific rules about when you use it so those are things that you'll be able to grasp however just because most people want to learn el pretérito that's usually what we start with as well because that's what all the questions come in about but if you're kind of learning on your own Take a look at El Imperfecto before you try to tackle El pretérito because it's just simpler. And even if you don't master using it, you'll definitely start to hear it in conversation because it has a very distinct sound. Just like when I said yo iba a la tienda todos los días, that B-A, that B-A sound is in a lot of verbs that are in el imperfecto. So you'll notice it right away because it really does stand out. So pay attention to that the next time you're having a conversation. So one, just keep it simple, right? Learn one at a time and don't try to memorize that whole verb chart. Please don't do that. (laughs) You will find yourself frustrated and wasting your time. And if you have done that before, you've printed them out, you're like, all right, today, or you have one of those books of like 500 Spanish verbs. All right, today I'm going to learn all the forms of ir, go. Go. That is not the best way to do it. And if you've tried that before and you're still struggling, then now you know uh, from your own experience. So let's try to keep it simple and just do one verb tense at a time. The second thing I recommend is to learn the most common Spanish verbs first. And you will want to learn the infinitive form. So for example, in the example I gave um, earlier, when I used the verb ir, I gave two forms. Yo fui and yo iba, right? And actually, ir is probably a bad example because it's an irregular verb. <laughs> but usually, um, verbs have patterns, right? So, if you know the infinitive form, like ir, comer, beber, salir, andar, those are all uh, the infinitive form. So, the verb that means like to do something. So, ir is to go comer is to eat. If you learn that form first for the most common verbs then you'll be much more prepared to learn any verb conjugation because most of them start with that uh, infinitive as the core and you'll be able to recognize the patterns much more quickly if you know those verbs first. So I'd recommend learning The 20 to 50, I'd say, top verbs in Spanish. You probably already know some of these. And actually, I'm going to share with you the top 10 right now. And you can kind of check to see if those are verbs that you know. So there are two ways to say to be in Spanish. We have estar and ser. Those are some of the two most common Spanish verbs. I'll share with you quickly the other eight. And you might want to write these down and take note of these if they're not ones that you know, and make sure you commit them to memory before you even start trying to learn the verb tenses. You've gotta learn the verbs first, okay? So let's do it. Estar, ser, tener, to have, hacer, to do or to make, ir, to go, decir, to say or to tell, poder, to be able to, dar, To give, ver, to see, and saber, to know. So, hopefully, if if you are more of an intermediate learner, you probably already knew all of those. If not, make sure you take note of them. And if you want to get a free download with flashcards and audio for the 25 most common Spanish verbs, and that's a great place to start because it's only 25. You should be able to memorize them pretty quickly before you move on to learning the verb conjugation. Uh, Just go to our show notes page and I'll give it to you for free. Uh, Go to com slash 131. That's com slash 131. And you'll be able to download absolutely free our flashcard deck of the 25 most common Spanish verbs. And all of our flashcards always come with audio so that you can also hear the the correct pronunciation, which is very, very important anytime you're learning new vocabulary in Spanish. So make sure you check that out and learn those verbs. So that's the second step. Learn the most common Spanish verbs uh, and use that as a basis before you move on to trying to master the past tense. Next, you want to learn when to use the past tense through examples. So just like I gave you an example at the top of the episode with uh, the difference between I went to the store yesterday and I went to the store every day, you want to learn examples of how the past tense is used. The reason to approach it this way is if I just give you an explanation of this is how you use the present tense and this is how you use the past tense, then you'll quickly forget about it because it's an abstract concept. It only becomes real when you focus on looking at those examples used in context so that you get an understanding of how you might actually use these verbs in day-to-day life. Just conjugating a verb for the sake of conjugating it is not very helpful. But if you learn the situations in which you would use the past tense through examples it's much more likely to stick and you'll you'll be a lot more likely to use it properly when you're in a conversation so make sure you focus on examples when you're learning the rules for how to use the past tense step number four is first learn the regular verb conjugations and the reason for that is because regular verbs all follow the same pattern Irregular verbs are called irregular because they don't follow the pattern. So just like I mentioned, ir is an irregular verb in the preterite past tense. But it's not always an irregular verb. So you'll find that certain verbs are irregular only in certain tenses. So I'm speaking specifically about verbs that are regular in el pretérito or el imperfecto, focusing on just the regular verbs before you focus on the exceptions to the rule. It's so much easier to retain And learn something when you're able to focus on those patterns that are pretty much uh, consistent throughout learning Spanish. And what this frees you from is the need to have a verb book for reference. So sorry to break it to you, but you do not need a book of 500 verbs in order to master Spanish verb conjugation. What you have to do is learn the patterns. And if you learn the patterns for regular verbs, then you can conjugate almost any verb. And you'll naturally find out the exceptions, and you'll also find out um, the irregular verbs as you go through this process, but nine times out of ten, if you know the infinitive form, which is why I suggested to learn those first, and you know the patterns, you can conjugate any verb without needing a verb conjugation chart it really is that simple and by the way this is also what native speakers do children that are learning spanish from when they're very very small uh, or just native speakers that encounter verbs in their day-to-day life that they didn't know before so if you're reading and you learn a new word and you see a verb you'll know the pattern. This is how you learn to conjugate verbs. You don't go look up every single verb. So it's really important to start focusing on those regular verbs so you can see the patterns. And the last step is to practice using the past tense in actual conversations. This means you'll be able to apply what you've learned to your own life. Which means, again, you're much more likely to be successful in your conversations because you'll actually be learning the verbs that you need to communicate what you do on a day-to-day basis. And you'll also be talking about practical situations such as, what did you do today? What did you do over the weekend? What did you do on your vacation? Uh, you'll be able to tell all sorts of stories about things you did in the past once you are able to master the past tense. And the only way to do that is actually through trying to have those conversations, practicing those patterns. And as you do that, and this is something that we'll talk about in uh, in our boot camp, which I'll, I'll mention the details of in a moment. If you follow this approach, you'll find that you'll make progress a lot faster than if you just try to mindlessly Uh, commit to memory a bunch of verbs that are in a verb conjugation chart or a grammar book. So to recap, the five steps to master the past tense in Spanish the smart way. Number one, keep it simple. Start with either el imperfecto or el pretérito indefinido and just work on that one first. Don't try to get a verb chart and memorize every single form Every verb because it just does not work. Two, you want to learn the most common Spanish verbs first. And remember, if you want to get flashcards absolutely free of the 25 most common verbs in Spanish, make sure you go to our show notes page learnspanishconsalsacom slash 131 and you'll be able to download that absolutely free to get you started on your journey and again, make sure you learn the infinitive form before you move on to trying to conjugate the verbs 3. Learn the rules for how the verb is used in the past tense through examples. This will give you context and real world situations where you can use the past tense properly 4. Focus on the patterns of regular verbs. This will prevent you from having to look up verbs on a verb chart every time you encounter a new word because you will have mastered the patterns. And five, practice using the past tense in real conversations, whether it's with a language exchange partner, a coach, or a tutor, so that you can master the verbs that you normally use in conversation. So I hope you found that helpful and you can apply that right away to your Spanish study. So if you're thinking, okay, Tamara, that sounds great, but I really wanna get started on this and I need some more help to go through this process. And I have the perfect thing for you. If you have some time during the month of July, join our Spanish grammar bootcamp where we will walk you through a process that will help you master the past tense in Spanish and we will be starting with el pretérito indefinido uh, because that's what most people want to learn. Like I said, imperfecto, I think you'll find much easier after you master el pretérito but we can help you through that. Our team is standing by and we are ready. We are getting started this week. So, what are we doing in the boot camp? Well, I'm super excited because we will actually be walking you through the correct order in which to learn each of these verbs so that you actually are able to have conversations that flow better and you won't be struggling to remember conjugations in your head in the middle of a conversation. So, the way we do that is we're going to walk you through a 30 day boot camp. Every single week, you will be given your daily practice for that week. And that will help you practice the specific order that we recommend that we use with our students to help them master the past tense in the most efficient way. So we'll walk you through how we recommend tackling each of these and breaking it down so that it becomes easy, that it's in context for you, and that it makes sense for your daily life. So every single week, you'll get a set of actions that you will do, and you will get feedback from one of our coaches to correct any mistakes or any errors that you're making in word usage. If you're not conjugating the verb properly, we will give you that feedback so that you can practice and continue to improve. If you focus on just one skill for 30 days, it is a great way to actually make progress. I think so many of us approach learning a language with this idea that there's so much to learn. How will I ever get it all done? And that's why we're doing this boot camp. It's an opportunity for you to focus on one language skill so that you can get good at it and it will no longer be an impediment to your conversation skills. So if you're interested in joining us, go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash boot camp. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash boot camp. I know it sounds very military, <laughs> but I promise no push-ups. We're not going to uh, whip you into shape that way. But we are going to whip your Spanish grammar into shape so that you can start speaking in the past tense and not just, you know, stumbling over your words or getting stuck with using the present tense for a whole conversation. Because that can get a little awkward, right? So make sure you sign up. LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash boot You have until this Sunday. July 11th if you want to join us and we're going to hit the ground running and get started with a really quick practice you really won't need that much time it shouldn't take you more than 15 minutes a day Uh, and that's the beauty of this process you're really doing sort of like a mini immersion where you're just focusing on this one thing you'll work on it every single day and like I said every week you will get feedback to help you improve right away so I hope that you're interested. If you have the time for this July and you really want to focus on this, learn salsa. slash bootcamp for details. You can also message us on Instagram at learnspanishcuan salsa if you have specific questions about how the bootcamp works. and by the way, if you are a member of our Spanish Gonzalo Fluency Club, you will get access to this already, so you no need to sign up. Uh, we will be doing this as our member challenge for the month right along with the boot camp, so you will be able to participate, and our team will always give you feedback, as always. So that is it for this episode of the podcast. I hope that something you heard today has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima.